before we get started today, uh, just so you all know, it, we did make it into the voting round of the podcast awards. Woo! And there's a couple of like official podcasts in there, so we're nervous. Yeah. Like, we need we need your we need your votes. We've won TV and film two years in a row, but this is the you know for the third year we're on the slate, and the slate is stacked. So we yeah. really need you guys. A couple of the like HBO official podcasts and stuff are on there, and uh, you know we, we but we got the Scrappy Pandas out there who are going to yeah. vote for us. So if you, I think you had to have Scrappy uh, done the nomination period to do the voting, but yeah, uh, you have to have been in the nomination mm-hmm. round. And then check the box to say I want to vote. Um, you can you can check your email somewhere in your email because the the emails have already gone out saying you know you were selected to uh, to vote as part of one of the twenty thousand other voters or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so check your email to see if you have been selected to vote, and then do so. Yes, please. So yeah, vote for us in uh, in. TV and film, and uh, and we're not on the slate for uh, oh, okay for, for the it's the choice or people's people's choice. choice. Cool. Right. Well, so just TV and film. If you if you if you check your email, see if the podcast awards chose you as a voter, and send us a vote our way, it would be very appreciated. Uh, we we've won two years in a row. If we win five years in a row, it's ours forever. <laughs> um, I, well, our well, if we put on it for a long time, if we win. Five times, then they name the category after us. It's called immortality, Jeff. Yeah, that's how we achieve immortality. It, and it doesn't even have to be five times in a row. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have to be five times in a row? Correct. It does not. Dang. The rules do not seem to suggest, at least, that it has to be in a row. It just says, if they win five times. But if we win five times, the category gets named after us, and then we're no longer eligible to, to win it. That sounds fun. Let's do that. So go yeah. go go vote for us if you if you got the email, please vote for us. Let's get on with the show. Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing something that's not Secret Invasion, please. Because it <laughs> it hurts. It hurts it to talk about. It does. So we're just talking about other feedback today. Things we've been not getting around to because we were so busy with Secret Invasion and then Secret Invasion betrayed us. So we're going to talk about other feedback that you guys have been sending in. <sighs> Secret Invasion was the scroll. Mmm. Maybe. Maybe. All that right after this. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm frustrated. I'm Jeff Randall. Oh, you're frustrated? Is that yeah, what you were saying? Secret Invasion. We're not talking about that, though. We're, we're, we're not talking we're about Secret Invasion. That. Yeah, we're, that's for today. Yeah. We're, we're going to do more. We have tons more Secret Invasion feedback. Um, and, and lots of things to talk about. <laughs> we'll do that on another episode. But we felt the need to sort of take a step away from it today and talk about the other feedback you guys have been sending in the last few months. Um, last few weeks, I guess, while we were watching uh, Secret Invasion. Didn't have time to get to it. Um, but... How are you, Jeff? Other than, other than the universe that we we love to other, talk about, <laughs> other than the obvious. I mean, you know, it's it's a, it's a it's just another week, man. I'm feeling so freaking tired. I told you that I'm doing the um, the the Saint Jude push up challenge, mm-hmm. like 50 yeah, yeah, push ups yeah. a day every day in 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 August. Yeah, my fundraiser apparently has done okay. I haven't really kept track of it, but <laughs> uh, I've been doing. A solid 50 a day, except for this past Saturday, I took a rest day. And so I'm making up for it by doing an extra 10 per day for five days. Mm. Um, and so it has been like my chest is so sore. <laughs> Man, I am I just constantly sore. I've got 15 left to do today. And I'm just like, I don't know if I, I might just fall on the floor. I might just fall on the floor and stay there. Well, I'm proud of you. Get them, get them Drax pecs. You can do it. 
man, <laughs> my muscles are responding well to it. It's a it's a wonder I don't work out more with as much as my body's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's pump up. Yeah, yeah, man, it's awesome. I just watched Barbie right before we record this, and okay. first off, I loved it. Great. I know everybody's been saying that, and I've been wanting to see it, but with the move and the uh, the niece moving in and all that stuff, we just have not had a free day to go see it. And yep. uh, man, it's good. But like Ryan Gosling's chest in that movie is ridiculous. He's it's like I don't done know, a lot of push-ups. Yeah, lots of push-ups, but also just like <laughs> he, the, you know how like a lot of times they have that one shirtless scene in the movie where you get the, they have the really low body fat because they like don't drink water for three days or whatever, and they get that sure crazy, yeah. It's that Marvel look where they just have all of the water and fat is completely gone from their body, and you just see pure muscle. Like he looks like the Abomination or something, just his natural chest as he's walking around in that movie, <laughs> and he's shirtless. 90% of the movie. So the whole movie, you're just seeing these pecs that are just like, it's ridiculous. No, just like, like zero bouncing. Fat. Yeah. Like humongous pecs with just like, I mean, he's, he's playing Ken, you know, yeah, I guess you got you. Maybe, yeah. You kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's insane. And yeah, also he's, he's a whole vibe. Like I want to dress like Ken now. Um, sure. I want to dress like toxic Ken from the middle of the movie. If anybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> 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 I love it so much. It's that really is a fun. sentence I never thought I would hear uttered. <laughs> want to dress man. like Toxic Ken? Mm-hmm. I what do. does that even I mean? Do. Oh anyway. man, you got to see the movie. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I haven't had time to go to the movies like at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, I still haven't even seen uh, the Spider-Man like. Uh, across the Spider-Verse. What? Oh, that's yeah. shocking. Yeah, dude. Like, you gotta catch that. I purchased it on uh, on Google Play so that I could watch it because I haven't been able to get to the freaking theater. Wow. When does it come out on Google Play? Uh, I don't know. Like, I think it was yesterday, but it, oh, it's okay, recent. Great. It's very recent. So, great, like, yeah. as soon as I saw it was available, I was like, oh, fuck. I guess I missed my theater time. Mm. Let me... Go ahead and purchase it because I know I'm gonna like it. I know I'm gonna want to keep it forever. Oh, like, yeah. that's, that's let me just go ahead and drop twenty bucks on that. <laughs> um, yeah, man, totally. Well, so uh, we've got feedback that's not related to things that we've been talking about. Wait, yeah, we do. If you know, right. you know. <laughs> well, let's let's get let's do it. Let's talk. Oh, okay. well, first off, we, we mentioned uh, before we started recording. You didn't say what you thought of the Loki trailer yet. What I have not the Loki trailer. I oh man, like I, I am tentatively stoked for the mm-hmm. Loki for Loki season two, like based on that trailer, because like it feels exactly like. All of the like, all that good, good that we got from Loki season one, like it feels mm-hmm. like a return to form. But yeah, I agree with other series uh, having not done, not stuck the landing so well recently, and with Jonathan Majors' uh, legal troubles, mm-hmm. court troubles, if you will. Um, it's like, I, like I'm, I'm excited for the series. It looks amazing, just like on the on the face of it. It looks like a series I'm so stoked about, but with the the way that they didn't stick the landing recently, and with his legal troubles, it's like, is there going to be a lasting uh, story here? Like, are they going to mm. lean into the Kang story? Is right. it like, is it just going to wrap it up here? Yeah, or is, or, like, is, it, is there going to be some major change? here because they've had time to make a change to the script or a change to the story if they wanted to since the jonathan major stuff went down so uh, you know i guess we'll find out and uh the the trial keeps getting pushed back so i think now it's set for september 6th so it's it's like this is the kind of thing where man like they may have two versions that may be out there you know what i mean like they may (laughs) This is all speculated. I, I have no idea of this. I'm just saying, like, this is the kind of thing where studios have contingency plans and stuff in place. Um, sure. But I just hope that the series is good, regardless of all the all the drama, because it's it's my favorite series from Phase Four, and can't wait to see what they do with it this second season. Yeah, it. I mean, it looks so great. Like the giant Miss Minutes uh, stomping through the street, going, oh "You better gosh. run." 
So great. I love that. Um, I, I, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston's acting is... Like, I, I, I don't even think that it's able to be considered top shelf because it is so far above, like, what is what I would consider top shelf. Like, that man's acting is stellar. Mm-hmm. It's flawless. He's, yeah, he's, he, <laughs> he is above reproach. How do you direct someone like that? <laughs> right. Well, not only is, is he always wonderful in other things, too, but, like, he's been that Loki character about as long as anyone in the MCU has been their character. You know, it's like 15 years of Loki. Uh, 20? 20 almost? Uh, probably more like 18, because it came a couple of years after 2008. Um, so we're getting... No, wait. I'm, I'm confused. It's almost it's 15. I was like, 2008 to 2023. That's 20, right? Um, yeah, it's 15. <laughs> 15 years. Uh, it's like, he's been, he's been Loki for like 13 years or so. And that's just a long time to play that character. And he's yep. explored it in many different directions and ways. And, and this, this is just a great time for him to be able to like really live in that character for longer. Cause yeah. you know, I, 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 we've talked about it all the time, but I, when you get a series like this, you suddenly get more time with that character in one season than you've had the entirety of the, whatever, the 13 years of that character existing. So, right. It just like we were excited about with Secret Invasion. And I still maintain that it was really wonderful to see that much Nick Fury. It's just, it just didn't land the plane. But we're not talking about that today. Yeah. <laughs> we, keep, we keep saying we're not talking about that. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. Scruno. <laughs> no. We don't talk about Scruno. No, no, no. It was already a no, and we took it farther. And now it's a hell no. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah. Well, so uh, what's what's interesting? Like you, you talk about, it's been you know 13 years that Tom Hiddleston has been playing Loki, and like when somebody is that character for that long, if somebody's the same character for that long, they, it tends to you, know, you 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 have so many more chances for it to become stale or like oh the arc is over, but they're still around, so they're still just gonna chime in every now and again mm-hmm. and that's not the case like we as far as i know as far as the the way that i feel about it like the the character of loki in the loki series is different from like the you know prime main timeline loki the one that got killed by thanos uh this particular loki like he's seen that he he went a different way and now he's almost become like a heroic version of himself like he mm-hmm. is a hero but like eh, a week or two ago, you know, in his timeline or whatever, like relative to him, he was trying to take over Earth. Like he was trying yeah. to sub- subjugate Earth. And he's mm-hmm. had such drastic change in himself and so much growth in himself in a way that the main timeline Loki never really got. Like it was a slow burn. And then now he's like, He's this, I, I don't want to say he's like a super powerful hero, but like he seems to be the only one that can save the timeline, save the multiverse even. Mm. I, and I that's really crazy wonder. to think yeah. about. It's all in Loki's hands. Well, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder like what is, like it was all in Loki's hands at the end of season one, but Sylvie made her choice. Um, and now it's, uh, you know, it's almost like he had a chance to save the multiverse or like keep it a, a one unified universe and he didn't pull it off. So now he's like going to be dealing with sort of the failure of not being able to stop her last season. And yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, he's an like, Avenger now. He's avenging the yeah, multiverse. Yeah, that that is, he is doing that action. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that makes him an Avenger exactly, but... I mean, other people have been have become Avengers for less. Yeah, like Modok. Exactly. Yeah, he's an Avenger as much as Modok is an Avenger. Sure, sure. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! As long as you die thinking you're an Avenger, you have been redeemed. <laughs> That's your redemption arc. Yep. Yep. Oh dark. man, it's dark. <laughs> it's a dark arc. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I guess we can just read through some feedback and like chat so, about whatever these people are talking about. Yeah, it's it's random feedback, so uh, it's a little bit of a grab bag. Um, for instance, 
Mm-hmm. KT Elizabeth, uh, one of our patrons, says, love Ashley's hair commentary. That's all. <laughs> we do, too. We do, too. She has wonderful uh, hair commentary. I feel like we should leave that in the feedback for next time she's on one of these. Yeah. Let's we'll yeah, we'll leave that there. That one's for Ashley, but just know that we love it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another of our patrons, Shane, says, One more piece of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 feedback as I wipe away the tears from my eyes after watching it again. I just love the fact that for almost three movies, Drax considers dancing as awful or ugly, and then all it took was to be him surrounded by kids dancing to Dog Days Are Over and getting pulled into the middle of it for him to start dancing. You can see the joy on his and everyone's faces during that scene. And it had me in tears because it was so beautiful to see. Thanks for everything you all do, and really appreciate the hard work you put into this cast and others in the Stranded Panda Network. Take care. Mm. S. Falco. Oh my god, Shane Falco? Yeah? From The Replacements? Oh. It's Keanu Reeves' character? Good call, good call. (laughs) Welcome, Shane. Uh, Welcome, Keanu Reeves. (laughs) I'm just going to assume this is Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Yep. That's uh, just Keanu Reeves now. Thanks for being a patron. Keanu Reeves is a patron, Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love I love this this moment too in Guardians of the Galaxy three, and I think it has something to do with he says when those children pull him out of the dance floor, and it's true. Um, dancing is a celebration. Dancing is a celebration of life and like happiness and like at least in the way they were doing it at the end there, and sure. the entire time we've known Drax he's been dealing with this grief and loss. And I think that him getting a chance to dance there at the end and letting himself kind of letting himself be happy has something to do with his connection to all these children and finally becoming the dad he's supposed to be to all these kids. Like he's finally like found himself back in the role that he felt he was meant for, you know? And so like he's able to let loose. And I I think that is amazing. Love that scene. I, you know, I feel I feel differently. Not not that I don't love the scene. Mm-hmm. I feel like, at least when I first watched it, I felt like that was Drax giving in for their benefit. Like, he knows mm. this is a oh. stupid thing that I'm doing, but I'm allowing myself to do a stupid thing to, to bring joy to these children that I had to save. That, that may be true at first. Like, it's a decision that he makes. That... I hear that. I think that that might be like how it starts. But by the end of that oh, sure. scene, he, he learns no to love longer, it. Yeah, he learns like, to love actually, it. Actually, like, dancing is great. Yeah, he is absolutely one hundred percent in by the end of that, and it goes along with his character. Like he's always saying sure. statements that he thinks are definitive that are just not true. You know, yeah, like, like he's the, completely invisible. He exactly. can't be seen. Exactly. He's, he's just, like, not proved, moving. He's constantly like proven wrong. Like he sure. doesn't remember uh, the name of the batteries. He like can't like he's just formulary batteries. He's he's such a dummy and like so like him having this strong stance and but he's 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 this dummy that like uh you know knows what he knows and it's and and is needed and like this movie had that arc with here where he think they think he's the dumb one and he realizes that but then in the end he like has the knowledge that they need to like talk yep. to those children and stuff i uh, i love, love and i love, love that movies. i love that he gets to be that guy that like he has that knowledge that nobody expected him to mm-hmm. have and he's like you didn't ask well and something that is interesting about him is that like he's not it's not it's not necessarily that he's dumb is that he's not scared to be wrong. Like sometimes when sure, he is yeah. wrong and he <laughs> yeah. learns he's wrong, he just moves on. He didn't have like, a, like pride, oh, okay. a pride about it. And so like I think when he starts dancing there, he's just like, never mind. Dancing is great. Who what was I thinking? You know, like this oh, is fine. Man. He has no like self-judgment. It's so funny that you say that where like he learns the truth and it's just like, huh, and moves on. Cause in the first movie, at the end of the first movie, when they were all pardoned and they were talking to uh to Denarian Day, mm-hmm. he was like, "What if someone irks me and I want to and I rip their spine out?" And he's like, "That's that's the worst crime. It's that's murder." murder. <laughs> and and then Drax is just like, "Huh, okay." Like, yeah. <laughs> he I, takes he, that information and he's like, "Interesting." <laughs> he has that attitude about a lot of things. I still think he's a very like 
prideful guy. Like he has his mission, but he's not prideful at all. He just like lets his ego go, and I, and I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, Rocket in that scene argued about like, no, no, I want it more. But then mm-hmm. when Drax learns, he's just like, neat. Today I learned something. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned that murder is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that's a part of his character that like. Uh, we don't talk about it that much, but like I think that's there. I think he like, you know, <laughs> it reminds me all the way back to like our first meeting with him when they're like, um, no, 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 this, no, I, no, not run your finger across him. This means, this means kill. Why would I put my finger on his throat? And then, and then instead of like, he's not like, whatever, you're lying to me. He turns to the other guy. It's like, is that true? Is this, does this, do you know what this means? And the guy goes, <laughs> yes, yes. No, no. <laughs> so Drax just doesn't know what to believe. He's just, he's like insimilating information. It's a general thing for killing someone. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a symbol. It's a symbol for you slicing his throat. <laughs> I love that. I love that he takes that in. He's like, okay, I hear you. I understand that. You're giving me a symbol for slicing his throat, but that's not what I'm going to do. I would cut his head completely off. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, but you're not going far enough. Yeah, that's Drax. That's Drax. <laughs> Drax is like going around the world, trying to like he's taking in wisdom from all of all places, like learning from people, but then like. The people that he has around him are not the best to learn from, and it's just I love yeah. I love, Dra- I love Drax so much, <sighs> so good. Oh, it's so funny. God, that makes me love Drax more. Mm-hmm. Me too. Let's see. Let's see. Next up, Sean Holt, another patron, says, "Hey, Matt, Ashley, and Jeff, got that uh, got me at the end there, Sean. Don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that." The only one that does that, Jeff. You're always so competitive about the place. Well, okay, but like if you use our initials, we could be Jam. Yeah, it's true. And now we're Madge? Like, mm. anyway. Mm. <laughs> Order notwithstanding. Sean says, I've had a thought, or, or maybe a question, ever since Age of Ultron. During the sequence when Wanda gives Cap, Thor, Natasha, and Banner nightmares, we get to see what each of them are seeing. We see Natasha in the Red Room, Thor with Heimdall at the Asgardian party, and Cap alone with Peggy. But Joss Whedon, the director, never let us see what Bruce Banner slash the Hulk has for a nightmare. I've always been curious about what was the vision that made Hulk go crazy. Mm. Was it something traumatic for Hulk? Something we've never seen before? Now, the word is that Marvel has the full film rights back for the Hulk, and I would love if this nightmare sequence was a jumping-off point for a full, in-depth Hulk story. It could be a way to explore both Banner and Hulk that fills out the story from Phase 2 film, adding context and depth. I'm curious to hear what you think. Could this be an avenue they take, or do they want to look ahead with the introduction of Scar, Hulk's son? Thanks, I'll be listening. Sean from Scarborough, Maine. Hmm. I, I love this idea of going back and like filling in gaps. And I do think there's room for like flashbacks for sure, but I don't sure. think we'll get a full movie in the past. I, although I could be proved wrong. There's been a lot of speculation that we'd get a movie of like, I think if they get, if, if Marvel continues to get negative reactions, there is a possibility they'll pull back out. Like, you know, we've, we've talked in the past about the possibility of a post civil war, uh, cap and Nat movie. Like them on the sure. run, sort of a secret Avengers sort of thing. Um, like, and I think that's a super fun idea. There's also the, the speculation slash rumors that eventually we're going to get a Captain America in the past movie where he like meets Wolverine, something like that. You know, there's there's there's, sure. there's speculation about all this stuff. Um, but I like this one. This is one I had never heard uh, speculated. But seeing as we never got to get a full Hulk movie since Incredible Hulk, and we haven't seen a Hulk centric movie with Ruffalo in it. It'd be really fun yep. to see this. And and we're going to have a big Hulk family soon. Um, Red Hulk's <laughs> yeah, not confirmed yeah. yet, but like Red Hulk's coming. Um, you know. Mm. Very likely. We've got She-Hulk. We've got Abomination. We've got Hulk. Uh, there's just a lot, a lot of stuff going on in the Hulk realm. And Scar, of course. I think there's, there's room for a special presentation kind of thing. For mm. something like... Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. like 
when the Hulk became uh, Maestro in the future. It was, right. um, I think it was the Old Man Logan story, actually, mm-hmm. when like you know Hulk had taken over the world or something. I think there's room for like a, a special presentation type of thing where it's like set in the distant future, like that, but like you know, old Ruffalo Maestro uh, Hulk version. Yeah. And and kind of being uh, Hulk centric in that way, and that you know the the thing that I dislike about stories in the past is like you are beholden to certain events, mm-hmm. and also because the main character has to get from this past event or this event that we've seen in one film to this event that we've seen in another film, and you put this one in between, like there's no they're not gonna die. They're not. It's not a a thing where I have to be worried about the character. You have to introduce other characters to me for me mm-hmm. to care about and have stakes for. And that's a little bit more difficult and kind of, I, I don't like that as much. And, yeah. and it's, you know, if you put something distant past or distant future or alternate timeline, multiverse, whatever, like put, the, put it somewhere else that it's just not mm. connected to the stuff that we've seen already. And you can do a lot more and make it more fun, I think, with the existing characters or with the existing actors that we know. It could be really fun if they did a, if we eventually, like, you know, uh, whatever. Marvel, we've kind of talked a lot about like how DC, well, not so much on this show, but we've talked about how DC is is going like with like Elseworld stuff, like with the Joker movie and the Batman that are not connected to their DCU or DCEU or whatever. Um, and it's like, it, it could be fun to see Marvel basically make what is ostensibly like a swan song, like Logan, you know? Yep. Like we got Logan for that swan song. What if we... 10, 15 years from now, they're, they're, they're kind of like doing these like very adult prestige dramas where like we're getting like <laughs> a, an old man story for the Hulk, an old man story. We do go back, but it's more of like an old man story for Cap when he's like, you know, in later life before, before he reaches that platform or whatever with the hammer or, oh, yeah. uh, but like, or no, with, with, the, with the shield, but, uh, but after, yeah, but, before he's on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, but, but not too much before, you know, like, like he's he's a little older, yeah. Like, see, see, well, see, Hawkeye, kind of like Wastelanders, you know, like oh, Wastelanders, yes. but in the MCU. If they oh, if they did so a Wastelanders good. in the MCU, where we got like a Stephen Strange as an old man, they just like jump forward twenty years and did all those stories because if they, especially if they take the focus off a lot of those characters for a while. And then they're they're telling these new stories, and then we kind of get them coming back as older characters to sort of yeah. uh, round out their stories, a la Logan. That'd be pretty fun. Even uh, if if they wanted to do a thing where, like, in 10, 15 years, whatever, they bring those actors back, and they have, like, you know, they visibly aged over the mm-hmm. course of 10 to 15 years. So they, you know, they look like an older version of themselves, kind of like... Uh, uh, like a Star Wars kind of thing, you know the yeah. the Han Solo, Leia, Luke. You know they were all very much older, uh, and it's the new generation or whatever. But like we see, I am flailing my arms. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This is mostly going to be an audio podcast, and uh, you're flailing your arms. I'm wearing a pink scrunchie. We're just doing it today, man. We're doing our. We're thing. good. We're just doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. But yeah, they like if they bring back the actors when they're a bit older. They don't have to like do the weird age up makeup. They don't have to modify their voice or anything to like get them to to look and sound older. They just are, and that's the normal, natural way that those actors have aged. Like that would be so cool. That could be mm-hmm. a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. That Wastelander story, like especially the Hawkeye yeah. one. Yeah, the, yeah, those podcasts were so good, mm-hmm. so good. If if you guys. If anybody listening doesn't know what we're talking about, you gotta check out Marvel's Wastelanders, uh, yeah, it's the, podcast the podcast series, series from Marvel, where they did uh, multiple series of different characters in this like post-apocalyptic future. Yeah, uh, we did uh, we did yeah. a bit of advertising for the Hawkeye one, didn't we? Yes, I think I think yeah, it was the Hawkeye one. Yeah, and that oh my god, it was so freaking good. Mm-hmm, it really was. I'm really loving that. Uh, we're getting to have this conversation because it feels 
a little like the old days and like i've just been i've been here i've been now that we're getting a lot of like like the end game happened and all that stuff and we've been talking uh, about these things so long we, we i don't think we mentioned it on the show here but uh this is this is our ninth anniversary show today oh yeah uh, basically talk- is our ninth anniversary show yeah 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 we talked about it before we started um but it was what, august 5th that yeah, we august 5th was our first episode in 2014 <sighs> We just looked it up before the show started. So this is our this is our ninth anniversary show. And you know, going back and I did a little bit of going back and listening to some of those episodes recently. And uh, it's just so funny because we're speculating about things that were ten years away that are just now in the last couple of years coming to fruition. You know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we've been writing this shit for years. <laughs> well, yeah, like you know, we didn't we didn't get everything right for sure. We we threw a lot of spaghetti at the wall, but we also like talked about what if they do secret invasion? You know, what if they do this? What if they, like all these things that maybe one day when they, once they get done with the Thanos stuff, what are they gonna do? And like, what if they do multiverse? What if they bring the X-Men in? What if they finally get the rights to Spider-Man back? Like all these things we've talked about, you know, for the last nine years that have happened. Yep. And now it's, it's our ninth anniversary show. And we're sitting here talking about like, what happens 15 years from now? Like what, what, what if they we're do doing a, it again? Yeah. What if we do a great Bruce Banner story 15 years from now? You know what I mean? And it's yep. like, that's just, it, it's that, that's a, it's a nice feeling. It's a nice feeling to be sitting here and doing this. <sighs> almost a decade later yeah i i think back to the way that we uh the way that we used to podcast uh especially god especially that that first episode that we did about guardians where we like spent longer than the movie is Mm -hmm. basically just recounting the plot of the movie yeah and we we've learned just so much laughing about it you know i don't know Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe with maybe we were perfect little baby podcasters yeah. then. Uh, maybe it was. Maybe that was the way to go. Yeah, we should have done that for nine years. But yeah, it's a, it's a different. It's <laughs> it's wild. Uh, uh, th- thinking about w- not necessarily like how far we've come, but like yeah, how far we've come. Like the kind of yeah. um, way we talk about things and the way this network's developed and everything. And I, don't, I, I you know, we, we hadn't planned on doing any kind of really anniversary thing today. I've been kind of waiting cause we did a five year anniversary thing. A few yeah. Years I ago. feel like 10 years is the, is the yeah, real, yeah. Like, we're going to do the 10, we're going to do something up for the 10 years. It'll also be darn close to 1000 episodes at that point. Like we'll be really close. I don't know if we're going to make it to a thousand by 10 years, but like, we're going to be really close. Are we um, not already there? No, we're like 800 and something. If I'm not wow. mistaken, that's still so many episodes. Yeah, it is. Wow. Um, so yeah, it'd be really, it'd be really cool. Like part of me wants to like engineer it, kind of like uh, they they did with the uh, "Love You 3000 moment, and then they being three thousand minutes. I'm like, can we get to a thousand in ten years? Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's probably a really bad idea. Uh, that's funny. Whoa, well, dude, yeah, we're at. 844 plus there were 14 lost episodes so we're at 860 about so 140 in one year is not like unheard of outside the realm of possibility especially since we've been doing like two a week two or three a week yeah so if we do three a week we'll get there so (laughs) we'll see we'll see what happens this year um that'd be really funny if we did a thousand episodes um (laughs) <laughs> and it would just be, we'd have to do like a big celebration for 10 years and a thousand episodes. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Bring, we bring, need those to coincide real hard. Oh yeah. Definitely have to do it in person and like invite yep. everybody and do a big like party. Oh, I mean, that's, really we fun. need to do a, uh, a stranded Panda con kind yeah, of thing for 10 years or and a thousand episodes. Yeah, man, let's do it. Or at least like be at a con and, and bring the pandas. Yeah. 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 I'd be very down for that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, yeah yeah but do 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 it big and we got you know i'm glad we had this talk because now we have a year to plan it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> if we can just remember to plan it for a year yeah <laughs> put it on the board <laughs> put it on the board <laughs> the board is now a to-do list it's not a theory yeah board it's, it's not like red string theories anymore now it's a to-do list <laughs> <laughs> it's the back of the board awesome. the less <laughs> the less fun part of the board yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh goodness. <clears throat> oh man. Well, uh, anyway, we love you guys. Uh, love doing the show, and excited to excited to do another year. Um, and beyond. Uh, but and beyond. Let's hit, let's hit a few more feedbacks. So we got Joe Campbell, uh, not a patron, but 
top of the list. You had to call him out. Like, well, you know, I've been saying everybody's a patron or not beforehand. Well, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's true. But you just have to say Joe Campbell. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's I, okay. These are listen, Joe if Campbell, out there not a patron. If you want that to be fixed, Joe, you know where to go. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash MCU cast. Joe, you should pronounce the P just to mess with him. Joe Campbell, <laughs> Campbell. We don't we don't give silent letters to non patrons. <laughs> <laughs> non patrons use a knife to cut their steak. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Okay, okay, Joe. <laughs> I'm very professional. I'm okay. I'm good. joe campbell says hello pandas long 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 time listener first time writer wow i've always wanted to write in with my dumb jokes to add to the show little did you know joe (laughs) (laughs) we we turned you into one before we even read your feedback (laughs) yep you are the joke you're welcome (laughs) no that's that's what he wanted right (laughs) Anyway, anyway, uh, Joe says, I wanted to send an email about Agent Scross, (laughs) Scroll Ross, and uh, by the time I had some time, you guys already beat me with Scrody, damn it. (laughs) At least I can send in some entirely useless information now. The dancing car lot things, as far as Family Guy has taught me, that are called wacky waving and fully arm flailing tube men. (laughs) Love the show. What? You say love love the show... Oh, 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 okay. So the dancing car lot things, I'm assuming that was an Ashleyism. Oh, yeah. We were talking about it. There's, there's one in the Loki trailer. Gotcha. So we were talking about the wacky flip. And we were talking about how uh, the wacky, wacky, waveable arm flailing tube men uh, kind of look like what Loki's doing when he's time slipping. Oh, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, and yes, it, uh, from Family Guy, it is the wacky, waving, inflatable, arm-flailing tube man. Mm-hmm. I have practiced that so many times. Uh, he says, love the show, love how you all have changed with the times and made some great content. Jeff, I've missed you. Good to have you back. Matt and Ash, way to hold it down. You two are awesome together. Love you all. Love what you do. I'm glad to be a part of the embarrassment. Much love, Joe. Thank you. That's a lot of love, Joe. So much love. Really, really appreciate you, Joe. And, uh, yeah, I, I really, I, he, we, General Scross, our Agent Scross is pretty good. <laughs> Agent Scross is a solid one. I haven't heard, I haven't heard Scross yet. Oh, have you seen the, uh, the list that's been in the, uh, the Stranded Panda Facebook group? Where, like, they're just, like, anybody from the, from the verse that, uh, didn't have a scroll name, what's their scroll name? Like, what's your scrollism? Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, dude, Doctor Strange! Come on, <laughs> I like Doctor Strange a lot. Oh, Doctor Doctor Screven Strange is <laughs> probably the best one. <laughs> and great. don't forget his love interest, Doctor Christine Palmer. <laughs> Christine. Yep. Oh, Christine. Dude, yep. it's just so there's only so many words with S K R in them, and so yep. like. It's just so nice because you could basically put it on any word and it's funny. It's yep. a great it's a great uh joke template. <laughs> oh, have you have you seen the what if everyone was a scroll or sorry. Have you have you seen the scroll what if starring Screwatu? <laughs> even al- even uh vowel names can be yep. uh, can be used that way. Oh, it's good. It's real good. There were other ones like Screbula and Scroot. Oh, nice. Scroot. <laughs> There's one that sounds too much like uh, uh, like you're telling somebody to go away. It's Scram Wilson. <laughs> the new captain. The new scrapped in America. <laughs> scrapped in America. He's, he's a scrappy one. Scrappy. He's a scrappy one. It's <laughs> good. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yep. It's, uh, it's been a fun thing. Uh we uh, we came up with a good one in the comments on that one though that was um uh scrap murdoch mm. 
Scrap. But he, I'm the scrap man. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I was like, that's that when it feels like that flows, but that could also just be like the stage name of a jazz singer, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> almost, almost. There's an extra R in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close though. It's like it's you know. Yeah. He's not like I'm Scat Murdoch. He's like I'm Scrap Murdoch. Mm-hmm. So that's more fun. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's about the notes you don't play. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz. <laughs> Scroll jazz. It's about the people that you don't shift into. <laughs> what? Scraz. Oh, it's so gotta, dumb. Gotta love some scraz. I can't believe they call the music in Star Wars jizz. Ew. They do, though. I That's hate canon. That. I don't like that at all. It's like... I just when I hear things like that, I'm like, did they know? Is it like, is it like a joke that they're making, or is it like j- just a, a they didn't realize at the time type of thing? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. I, were they too naive, or were they were they <laughs> like so? Were they ahead of the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did they know they were gonna like be this joke was gonna be funny for everybody forever? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have to look up the etymology of the use of that word for <laughs> that thing that we're thinking of, just to see when that uh, when that first came up or when Dealers. that started to be popular. I don't know. Dealers Wild in the chat says, uh, "I'm on my phone. And it looks like Matt is wearing just a jacket, <laughs> which I get that. I'm wearing. Uh, I wore my. It's actually a peach colored shirt that I have. Sure. Um, but it's, uh, because it's I your nude to, shirt. I went to yeah. I went to a." Uh, uh, Barbie, and it was the closest thing I had to pink uh, on hand. Anyway, I'm still in the middle of the move. I think I have a pink shirt at my old house still. But uh, <laughs> this, this is the closest thing I had to pink, and so this with the scrunchie, I got, I got, I got Barbie approved by my niece. Um, and so, but yes, every time I wear this shirt, people think I'm not wearing anything under my clothes because it's so close to my skin tone. <laughs> or just I'll walk around with just this shirt on, and I can't keep getting double takes. <laughs> So you are not alone, Dealers Wild. The Skrullisms are going outside the Marvelverse, because now I'm thinking about Skren. Mm. Skrylo? Oh no. Skrylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking uh the 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 character that Kingston Benadir plays in Barbie. Since he's a scroll in Secret Invasion, he's mm. the scroll in Secret Invasion. Oh, Skrin. Is he Skren? Mm, yeah, probably. It was so funny to see him in that. Uh, what's his What's his full name? Benadir is his last name. Ah, oh, gosh. Kingston, I think. Kingston Benadir, is that right? Yeah, Kingston uh, Benadir. Dude, just seeing Gravik on the beach playing a kin was so... Like, Kingsley. Saw- Sorry, Kingsley, Kingsley Benadir. Okay. My bad. I saw him on a poster f- as a kin... And I thought it was a joke. Like, I thought someone took, like, an early, uh, like, it was in the middle of Secret Invasion, and someone put his, I thought someone had put, like, an early promotional picture of that actor, like, on a Ken poster as a joke. Sure. I did not know he was in the movie. <laughs> and so when I saw it, I was like, oh, no, That's no, so it's funny. so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> that's so funny. God, that's great. Um <laughs> There is a shirt that I, I saw in a, a picture somewhere um, that Gosling was uh, was wearing that I was like, man, I kind of want that shirt. And it was the I Am Knuff. Yeah, it's really good. And I was good. like, oh, I want that shirt. It's really good. <laughs> uh, you're getting accused in the chat, Jeff. Am I? Corey B says Jeff Scrandall. <laughs> <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Ashley Scroffin. <laughs> uh, you could be Scrat Carol or Matt Squirrel. Yeah, but I that just like... sounds like you're a squirrel. <laughs> it does. The day the squirrel went berserk in that old self righteous <laughs> church. Anybody? Anybody? Okay, let's uh, let's wow, get was feedback. That... It's Ray Stevens, baby. Ray Stevens. Redneck a... uh, wow. comedy music from when I was a kid. Boogity, boogity. Boogity, boogity. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, I had wow. A tape of his and, like, wore it out. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure my grandmother has like the vinyl of his. Mm, I bet one man. of his vinyls. He was big. He was big. Oh yeah, I remember watching a VHS of him so much. Yeah, my dad lived uh, really close to Pascagoula, when we, and we'd always pass it when we're driving to where he where he was in college yeah. or whatever. I mean, it's not like they call it Stopagoula. <laughs> yeah. You, it's like it's like an insult like flyover states <laughs> it's a pascagoula <laughs> yeah <laughs> so every time i hear every time i hear pascagoula in that song i'd be like i know where that is <laughs> I, I never no. have stopped there though this is your 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 it's an app i am yeah name. it's an <laughs> app name <laughs> god this is so dumb <laughs> Goofy day. Goofy day for Matt and Jeff. <laughs> Goofy day. This, is, mm, this is what you get for nine years. This <laughs> what you get for hanging out with us for nine years. An episode where we're barely talking about Marvel because we're avoiding the current uh, debates we, about Secret yeah, Invasion. We're like, I don't want to talk about it, so I'm going to talk about Ray Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, there's, a, there's probably like 30% of the audience who knows what we're talking about at like 70 that's like, what? Are, what is that? What the hell? <laughs> who is that? Google the day the squirrel went berserk, and uh, Angel, oh, Angel get a music video that's ridiculous. Oh, um, yes, they call him the streak. The the <laughs> boogity boogity uh, fast the, thing on two feet. <laughs> boogity boogity. The Kennedator <laughs> says uh, the way you guys are referring to slash sidestepping secret invasion makes it sound like it should be called the series that shall not be named. Okay, we could just maybe. call it Voldemort. Scroll the Mort. We got it. We got yep, there. We got there. <laughs> that's the that's the name of this episode. That's the title. Scroll the Mort. Hundred percent. What does All Mike right. Messenger have to say? Mike. Mike. <laughs> Sorry. Mike. Mike. I don't want to make fun of your name, but it is we. You really you wrote us a message. Your name is Mike Messenger. I just don't shoot the messenger. Just enjoy. Don't don't shoot Mike. Please don't shoot Mike. He's just the messenger. <laughs> he says, "Hey everyone, just a random thought. Theory parenthetical. After mm. seeing all the pics and rumors around Deadpool three, I am going with the idea that it is going to be Deadpool kills the Fox universe." This is how Marvel moves on from those iterations of X-Men and bring in their own. <laughs> Maybe the TVA tasks Deadpool with pruning that timeline since it's been so messed up for years. Just the thought. Love listening to you guys. Later. Oh, man. Oh, I love that. I love... I want it to be that, like, he's tasked with pruning that timeline, but he, like, misinterprets it, and it's just like, Alright, I gotta kill everybody! Yeah, sorry guys, this is for the multiverse. He's just murdering everyone in the Yeah, he's literally just murdering every person instead yeah. of like actually pruning the timeline. He's like, maybe this is good enough. Yeah, I've talked about this somewhere and I don't remember <laughs> where we talked about it, but like yeah, Ryan Riddle's Deadpool is so likable that like he could get away with it and we'd still enjoy that movie and still view him as a protagonist, you know? Like he's yep. just so kooky and like out of his head. And and likable that he could murder all these people that we've been watching these movies about for years with some investment. <laughs> We'd be like, yeah, kill Cyclops, kill them yep. all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to see you take out. <laughs> I want to see you take out both versions of Professor X. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the the third's already gone. Third, the. Uh, the one from Multiverse Madness. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've already—it's insane that that was yeah. like whatever a year ago that, that we happened. Saw, <laughs> yeah, that we saw a version of Patrick Stewart's Professor X murdered by uh, a, a enraged Scarlet Witch from the MCU. Like, I I am still blown away that like, that movie happened, and it feels. Such like such a big deal, and like I can't believe it hasn't had. Like I think that's what's wrong with this current moment in the MCU. So many huge things have happened, and it feels like that happening. I mean, you know, they mistakenly uh, destroyed Sokovia, 
and it caused the Scovia Accords, and it caused it caused all the yep. Civil War. Like we just had one of their, you know, as they say in that uh, movie, one of their nuclear bombs didn't just get lost. It like it went rogue and started murdering another universe. You know, like murdering yep. the the uh, heroes of another universe. It is insane to me that that has not had repercussions in the current. We haven't seen any repercussions from that. You know, haven't had anyone yeah. discuss it uh, since it happened. It's it's wild to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like I think that they set up the ability for that to have, uh, or oh, they, like sure. they set up the thread. Oh, a hundred percent. It's just another one of the many threads. Yeah, she's like, you caused an incursion. You're gonna help me clean it up, like. What? <laughs> you, I'm going to help you clean up universes colliding? Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, okay, let me open my third eye real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? You're doing what now? <laughs> you're, you're doing what with who? So, like, yes, it is, a, is one of those, like, many threads that have been left open, which I kind of feel like maybe we need to have an episode discussing all of those. Like, what are the, the leftover threads from Phase 4? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, Oof. That's not a bad idea, actually. Like, it'd be really fun to go over them all. I think it'll enrage me though, because so many of them are so such big threads, and we haven't had picked back up. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just, I think it's a lot of it is just the result of the fact that they like decided to do so much content so quickly, and then yeah. decided it didn't need to intersect. Like, if they were gonna do all this so much so quickly, like it, it reminds me of. When they, this is not that much more content than what they did with the Defenders. It's actually less episodes. You know what I mean? They, over the course of two years, they came out with like four series, and each of them had 13 to 20 episodes, whatever, 13 episodes, 13 episodes. Um, and it just seems like, but they did a really smart thing when they did the Defenders, where they were like, hey, it's the Defenders. Uh, Matt Murdock's here, and now you're going to meet Luke Cage inside of Jessica Jones. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean inside of Jessica Jones. I meant inside the show Jessica Jones, but also the other thing. Um, Yeah, it's it's kind of both. (laughs) A little bit of a double entendre there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But like they they each show kind of led into one another and had some cross pollination between them, so that. You know, and obviously they were heading towards defenders, and it just feels like this phase has not had that kind of a plan. Well, sure, but like you gotta you gotta remember that like in Phase Four's defense, right? Mm-hmm. In Phase Four's defense, there is more screen time in Phase Four than there has been in the entire MCU prior to Phase Four. Right. Like phase four is more content than phase one, two, and three combined. That's true if you don't count the defenders. Right. If you don't count the defenders, if you don't count Agents That's, of Shield. Right. You don't That's count Cloak, Cloak and Dagger. Up, right. That's why I brought up Defenders, because Defenders did something similar where it like brought a bunch of series out really fast. I mean, it's only four. They've done like what, eight now over two years. But, like, they had a plan to make them intersect fairly quickly and, like, yeah. lead into one another. And I think a little, it doesn't have to be a lot, but just a yeah, but, little bit of that would have gone a long way, I feel like. But then once they did that, uh, that one time crossover, which, if you recall, like, not a lot of people liked it. Mm. Um, and I think that was mostly because, like, it was primarily a Danny Rand story. Um, yeah, and nobody liked Danny Rand. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, but, like, people didn't like the one show. They, they, they. It really that one show being a less liked property really hurt the Defenders in general. Yeah. And then we just never got another team up. Yeah, you yeah. know they did that, and then they went their separate ways for their other. I think Danny se- visits on a uh, Luke Cage season two or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, they've so got they, one they, crossover episode with the two of them yeah. where that just shows us we need. Heroes for Hire, mm-hmm. um, because those two, like even just that Danny Rand, uh, Finn Jones as as Danny Rand in that spot, like that was that worked because yeah. he, like we saw how silly he was, you know, from Luke Cage's eyes, but then like he actually got to be serious when it came to like it's time to fight, but yeah. then like Luke was like all of this philosophy stuff that you're doing is is real goofy. Like, mm-hmm. none of it makes sense. And he's like, eh, it's okay. Like, 
that's their relationship, and I love that. I love that mm. between them. So, like, that crossover was great. But then, like, Daredevil was on its own. Punisher was two, two series, or two seasons of on its own. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones never circled back with yeah. anybody, really. I, I agree, and I think those shows hurt because of it. I think those shows were better when they had crossovers. Although, I take, I, I, I take exception with the Punisher thing, because you did get... Um. Oh my lord, Karen. Karen, Karen on the entire show, and you had the crossover of uh, Claire on all the shows. So sure, you you had some connectivity even after the, the Defenders crossover. Yeah, there was there was still a little connective tissue there to just remind us that these all exist in the same kind of verse. Yeah. But I think that. <sighs> Except for Wong. I guess in phase four, we've had Wong been the connective tissue <laughs> kind of floating <laughs> he's the around. New, he's the new night nurse. Yeah. Um, no, I, the, the, like with Punisher, you, you have the connective tissue of, of Karen Page being there. But I feel like Punisher was best when he was paired off against Daredevil. And they had their, mm. you know, they got to have their whole conversation and like, uh, and, and, kind of a debate about like or not a debate uh what am i thinking of they had this like realization that they there is space for the other mm-hmm. like each of them you know i i may not be able to do what matt murdoch does as far as like stopping and allowing this to or you know allowing these guys to live so that they can go through the process or whatever but i know that that is a good thing for you know for some people or matt murdoch saying like I wish he didn't kill, but you know he did kind of save my life against all those ninjas. Yeah, like uh, the I, I love are that, but they're yeah, I do too, and I, and I think that's I I'm definitely not uh, disagreeing that that's when he's at his best, and and like that was the best Punisher moments I think, but sure. that show had a lot of value to it that I really loved. Um, but yeah, they did some weird things. Anyway, we've litigated all this in the past. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just pointing out, like, I think that little bit of connective tissue went a long way. Like, I agree, it's yeah. not a ton, but it went a long way to making those shows feel more like they were part of the verse. And yeah. then we just don't, we didn't get any of that for this phase four. Um, so it just feels a little empty, um, with the exception of uh, a, a few small things like Wanda. WandaVision leading into Multiverse of Madness, of course. Yeah, um, and, and being Wong connected. dropping around. Well, and uh, WandaVision into Spider-Man No Way Home into Doctor yeah, Strange true. Multiverse of Madness. That's true. Uh, but then, you know, Wong showed up in... Like, I, I, I feel like I need to cite Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, Wong showed up there to, to connect that. That's true. And it felt, it felt like Shang-Chi was a great origin story by itself. Like of who this guy is mm-hmm. and then got introduced to like, you're now a part of a bigger universe kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. we got to see, we got to see Carol Danvers in there for a second. We got to see mm-hmm. Bruce Banner in there for a second. He, <laughs> he did late night drunken karaoke with Wong. Like mm-hmm. it's like, all these things are great. And that movie was awesome as far as an origin story for that character. But like, where has he been? Where has he been since then? It's yeah. been two years since we had Shang-Chi. Give him back. I need him again. <laughs> has it really been two years? It has been two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in Shang-Chi. Sorry. I got confused for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just saw him in the Barbie movie. And the whole You're time like, I, I just, just saw him. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was just thinking about how much I want more Shang-Chi. Yep. So good. So, so good. Yep. Even the supporting characters in that were awesome. Aquafina as like... Mm-hmm. Learning that I, you know, do need to put a bit of practice into things. Yeah. You know, into like archery. Like just just putting a little bit of effort into it, like, hey, look, you saved the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. I love it. All right. So we're doing our last one. Yeah. Oh no. Uh-oh. Oh no. Oh uh, no. I don't think this it maybe it is. is it? Derek are you you're talking about the Derek Evans one? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Is it Okay. It's uh, it's it lo- fine. It touches, I think we'll be it, okay. It appears to touch on some secret invasion stuff. 
<laughs> but it, it ended up in this feedback. So I'm assuming uh, it's not Secret Invasion based. But I, I don't know who, when we sorted this, we may have made a mistake. Are we going to end this no Secret Invasion feedback episode with a Secret Invasion feedback? No. Let's, I let's, don't think let's so. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's see where this goes, though. I'm I'm curious to see where this takes us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek Evans says, "Hello, secret invaders to my heart." <laughs> Not a great start. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to your cast since about the time of Wandavision. Uh, this is kind of delayed feedback, but I was thinking about how you guys, Ashley in particular, said Scott and Hope had no chemistry, especially in Quantum Mania. Mm. Hard agree. Then last night, this crazy idea dropped into my head as I was going to sleep. It would obviously have to be a what-if episode since it would require heavy retconning, but here it is. What if Scott and Steve had chemistry? Mm. There is evidence for this. Hear me out. First, when they meet in Civil War, Scott is enamored by Steve, shaking his hand too long and grabbing him by the shoulders to feel the muscle. Specimen. You know. Second, when Banner is experimenting with time travel, Steve gets a little panicky when Scott is transformed into younger and older versions of himself. I know that last one's a reach, but there are compatibility reasons, too. <laughs> Scott needs someone a little more grounded to help him focus or focus up once in a while. Kind of how Hope did this in the first Ant-Man. But Steve also knows how to have some fun and give gentle ribbing. Think of the opening of Winter Soldier. This is something that Hope seems to be increasingly incapable of. <laughs> also, Scott is lovable. Someone who could make Steve smile and give him a reason to laugh more often. Of course, this idea is more of a joke than a serious I-need-this-what-if episode. But the idea would not leave my head and I just had to express it. I could do this all day. And long live Gaia, Derek. <laughs> long live Gaia. Oof. Funny. Um, yeah, okay. I kind of love okay. it. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm here opposite, for it. It's like a good, like, opposites attract thing. They, they yeah, have, yeah, uh, they're... I see they're good for each other. In that, like, you know, they balance each other out. Cover yeah, each, they, yeah. They fill in the, the missing, the gaps for each yeah. other. The fingertips, right? the finger thing, right? Yeah. They're, yes. they're puzzle pieces that mesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, I can see it. But I do Thanks think... Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> I do think that you're... Uh, that your evidence, Derek, is very, very much a stretch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, like... <laughs> he was worried about is... him, <laughs> therefore... Yeah, he was worried about his friend. So, obviously, uh, There's that means he loves him. There. He's, he's <laughs> absolutely enamored with him. Yeah. He's definitely Get him back! I need his lips! <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> See, this is how... Uh, <laughs> I need those tiny lips on mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh god this is how <laughs> alright oh god because I have seen the boys season 3 or whatever no I no I no I no you know any further. No. so let's uh <laughs> Let's be done. Let's be done. <laughs> you can't bring that in here. We can't talk about that. I'm not. I'm done. That's all. That's Good. all I'm saying. All right. I'm saying, Good. I'm, you better I'm not. I'm not allowed to have this conversation. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Happy ninth anniversary, buddy. Yeah, happy anniversary, buddy. <laughs> I swear, this is how fan fiction starts. Like, oh, yeah. This is how fan fiction is made. Oh, yeah. I know. Somebody has an I idea know. and somebody's like, oh, I could write that. <laughs> Sensual Steve and Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're we are officially on, uh, on uh, Marvel hiatus. We're going to be dropping in, back, getting back to our rewatch of the Infinity Saga and we're going to be uh, covering more feedback and getting ramped up for Loki Season 2. Do we know when What If's dropping? I thought that was dropping sometimes this year, but I, I still haven't Man. gotten a date on it. But the, the animated stuff seems to be like a lot more like last minute they tell us kind of thing. Uh, the, rec- the most recent news is suggesting that Season 2 could arrive early to mid-2024. Early to mid-2024. Dang, that stinks. That does. Well, oh, but we well. are getting season two of I Am Groot soon. 
Yeah, I saw that. Um, it <laughs> season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season two. The next fifteen minutes of <laughs> I Am Groot. Gonna be good. I, I really yep. do enjoy it. I enjoy it, but it is like a tiny thing, and it's a kids show for sure. Quite literally. But it's 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 a tiny thing. All right. Uh, actually, Groot? I wonder is this is it Baby Groot? Because oh, I Am like, Groot. Because it was he was Baby Groot last time. Is it going to be teenage? Oh, is it going to be Giant Groot? Could be Giant or, Groot. Yeah, there's so many Groots to choose from. Yeah, lots of Groots to choose from now. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. We'll be back soon, guys. Uh, we we love you all. Thanks for sticking around with us all yo- low these nine years. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to have a big party next year. Hell yeah. Ten years, 1,000 episodes. Woo! <laughs> Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both. That's right, there's two of them now. Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you, guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. 